This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 280. Uh, I know it's coming at you pretty late, but uh, with good reason. But I am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. Uh, if you'd like to purchase a t-shirt, check out ProWrestlingTees.com slash out. And you should purchase that t-shirt. Check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash out 11 Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash out. Uh, where else? Uh, Twitter, yes. at MarkinOut, BTDG161, DaveTheRave underscore MO. I'm also, yeah, joined here by Dave. You can follow him on Twitter, as he just said. But Dave, how are you doing? I am doing... I'm just doing. I'm exhausted. I am so tired. I am worn out. I am verklempt. I am done. <laughs> put, put a fork in me. Yeah. I'm roasted. Yeah, like bam. Yeah. It was a, it was a long weekend for you. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it was for everyone but me especially. I mean, everyone like you too. Well, I but... mean, less so for me though because... Yeah, I... Mean, I... You, well, had, this, you had to drive three hours home on no. Friday, yeah. which, which turned into, what, five hours? Yeah, just over five hours because uh, um, previously a person that has been on the podcast a bunch of times, uh, our, well, my cousin Brad. And my uh, cousin's cousin. <laughs> yeah. You can follow him on Twitter at BradAgain89. Um, he got married this week, um, this weekend, the other day. To his beautiful uh, wife now, Jessica, Jess. Um, yeah, so I had to drive down for the rehearsal dinner the other night, and I left around one thirty. It was I should have it should have taken like three hours. I would that's one thirty p.m. Yeah, p.m. And it should have taken like three hours, maybe like with traffic, maybe three and a half. But it took over five to get down, and it was just. I, it was exhausting because that night it was, uh, it was, no, the, even that night was a late night because I ended up hanging out with my cousins pretty late. Um, just because like catching up and everything, everyone came in from other states. So it's always nice to catch up and see everyone that you haven't seen in a little bit of time. Uh, so that was, I mean, only went to bed around 1230, but even still, I was so beat from, uh, the entire week and then the uh, the drive down. And you had to be up early on Saturday due to you being a groomsman. Yes, I had to be up early um, to because I had I stayed at the hotel that first night uh, with my cousins and then I had to drive back to my house to get the tuxedo and everything like that. Then I had to drive back over and then we had to take all these all the pictures and um, make sure that everything was that we were there for everything and. Um, it was a lot of fun, but it was just exhausting. It was very tiring. Um, and then the party, it was a fantastic party. Yeah. I got on the dance floor and stood there. 
Yeah, Brandon stood there and whipped out some of the best standing moves ever. Yeah. Um, he had like this swaying back and forth at times, <laughs> uh, which was pretty like unbeatable. See, that's like the thing. Like if, if you want to be – if you're going to be on the dance floor and need it for – need to look like you're dancing, you just got to stand in one spot and then rotate every so often. No, even you had this one dance move where you had your arms at the side of your body and then you would cross your arms and then you would put them back at the side of your body. So <laughs> I thought that was pretty impressive. Wait, did I? Yeah, you know, you cross your arms at one point on the dance floor and I figured that that was probably one of your uh, <laughs> dance moves that you've been working on and it was pretty impressive. That's funny, yeah. Um, yeah, but the party itself was amazing. Everyone had fun. Uh, they had a photo booth with... I think uh, we kind of like abused. The, <laughs> we like stayed in the photo booth. We pr probably stayed in the photo booth longer than on the dance floor. Well, I mean, I definitely stayed. Yeah, <laughs> in the photo Fred, booth. Fred was in his uh, his promo pics. Yeah, yeah, that's what it made, man. That that's a good place for if you're a pro wrestler and you need a promo pic, go to a wedding with a photo booth. Yeah, you're, you'll be set. Uh, the food was amazing. Yeah. The steak was good size. I was really surprised at the size of the steak. Normally, you you go to a wedding and you get the steak or whatever. It's a little tiny round. Yeah, it's the filet. Yeah, filet mignon. Yeah, this though was a giant strip. Yeah, it was really good. And then I got the hookup. Um, I ended up getting the uh, <laughs> no, no. Uh, you got you got the hookup. Yeah, it sounded like you got to say, "And I got to hook up." Yeah, no, the hookup. Uh, I got also a second dinner. I got shrimp stuffed with uh, uh, crab meat, which was actually really good. But so I ate that, and then I had some of the steak. But the steak I also shared with uh, some of my cousins, my sister, and a few other people that were at our table that were still hungry. I was I was a bit disappointed in myself because oh, I I know where this is. Wait, wait no, before... you're not going to know where it's going. I don't think okay. it's I, definitely I, I, keep it going uh, because for. I've only been to now four weddings. Mm -hmm. So every wedding I've ordered the vegetarian dish just for the heck of it, being like, uh, when am I ever going to eat the vegetarian dish? Mm -hmm. This wedding, they told me it was pasta primavera, and I just did not feel like eating pasta last yeah. night. So I got, I was like, you know what? I'll get the steak. So yeah, I'm disappointed that I, I strayed from from my normal vegetarian mm -hmm. dish. But it was still. But it I was mean, fantastic food. Yeah, right? the, the lamb chops. Did you try the lamb chops? In no, the, I don't uh, eat. I don't eat lamb. Oh, the lamb chops were fantastic. But they they looked really good. Yeah, they were fantastic. I I could have used some mint jelly with it. Uh, mint jelly, but it it's was funny. So good. It's funny with the cocktail hour. It's like I just I was like I want to eat this. I want to eat this. I want to eat this. Yeah, and I, and I I ended up not eating any of it because. I was wearing a white shirt, and I was worried, like, <laughs> what, seriously, how am I supposed to eat, like, a, a chicken parm bite if, like, boom. I don't know. Boom, on the I, shirt. I feel like, I, like that's one of the downsides of being a groomsman is you don't really get the chance to uh, test out all the um, appetizers that they have at the, what is it? The, uh, at the, yeah. Yeah, the, the cocktail hour. Yeah, the cocktail hour. <laughs> um, and it, that's the one downside, but it's obviously worth it because you're there to support the uh, bride and groom. Which is an amazing thing to be asked to uh, be a part of. Yes, uh, depending on 
who you are. Yeah. Because, because like, I don't ever want to... I, could ne- I couldn't. I could never do any of that. That's too physically exhausting for me. Um, what else is there to say? The band was awesome. Yeah, the band was nice. The band played a lot of uh, the modern stuff. Played some Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Some T-Sweezy. I don't know what else yeah. they played. A bunch of other songs from today. Justin Bieber they played... Uh, they played a lot of people. Um, yeah. Who was it? Black Eyed Peas. Like all, all of your pop and party music they played. I did like that they played some Frank Sinatra. Yeah. I, was, I, I love listening to Frank Sinatra, so that was pretty cool. Um, what else is there to say? They, the, the band was playing till 1 a.m. Yeah, the wedding, so, the wedding officially, officially ended at 1 a.m. Yeah, so then we were still, which means that we had to drive home, so that's had, that's what I that was that what you were gonna say was my disappoint disappointment before was not taking the churro yeah because that yeah, yeah I I don't know why I, I should <laughs> I still I should have taken like when was I gonna eat a churro next I was I was thinking about it but then I was just like I bet I I I too bailed on the idea and I should have it's um, I, I don't know I feel like I didn't take the churro because like everyone was rushing up the steps to go onto the bus. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I stopped for a second, right, right, like I was on the steps, and right next to me, I could have reached over and grabbed the churro. I was like, five, four, three, nope, not gonna do it, and just kept walking uh, up the steps. Um, I don't know what else could we say about it. Overall, it was a fun night. Yeah, and congratulations <laughs> to Jess and Brad. Yeah, congratulations to the two of them, and we wish them uh, the best of luck in all of their future endeavors. Yeah, and uh, but on oh, and how was was any other parts of your week or? Um, no, I mean last night we were up till like almost four a.m. Yeah, like because we got home and my parents are usually very energetic and they don't really go to sleep early. So add that to the fact that they just partied the entire like danced the entire night, so they had their energy like rushing right now, and it was just exhausting. Uh, considering that I'm not like once I'm in my apartment, I go to I try to be in bed by like midnight, or even like I want to even try at 11:30. But when I go home, it's a completely different story, where you're up till like 2 a.m. almost every night just because uh, everyone's like either watching TV or just like in the kitchen relaxing and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, anything else on my week? Not too much. Not too much. It was just a, a tiring week. Um, oh, I went to um, uh, uh, a concert on Wednesday. It was a Talking Heads tribute band, which was pretty pretty cool. Considering like I don't really know Talking Heads too much. I know like some of their hits, and I know that they're very. Uh, they have that '80s sound to it with the. Uh, uh, what's the keyboard? Um, synth- yeah, yeah. A synthesizer. Yeah, the synthesizer. And everything like that. So it was it was fun. It was very cool. Um, and that was right on the uh, Hudson River, which is always a fun fun environment, especially when it's outdoors and everything like that. I did get a very interesting um, uh, dinner while I was there from one of the vendors. I got a hot dog. And instead of the uh, hot dog bun, they used a deep fried Twinkie. And then on top of this, instead of coleslaw, they smothered it with pulled pork. Instead yeah. of coleslaw? Yeah, I don't know. Like, whatever you want to put toppings of your hot dog, 
the top topics was pulled pork. It was actually pretty interesting. It was different, you know. That's why I got it because it was something different to try. Yeah. Um, I also caught Mickey Mouse. I had a mouse deal running around my house, and uh, unfortunately, you, you, uh, you, you humanely it. caught it and let it go into the fields, right? Yes, that is exactly <laughs> what I did. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, no. but Brandon, how was your week? <laughs> yeah, Brandon, how was your week? Brandon, how are you doing? How are you doing? I am doing awesome as always. Wait till I completely like blow it up. <laughs> Yeah, no, my week was good though. I went to two concerts. I uh, saw the Dixie Chicks on Monday at the Garden. How was it? It was good. And I went to, on Thursday, to the Beacon Theater to see the Happy Together Tour featuring the Turtles uh, and a bunch of other bands from the 60s, which was awesome. Very cool. Now, Dixie Chicks, something special happened to you, huh? Well, you'll uh, hear about that later, I guess. Well, good job, <laughs> it's like it's like welcome back, Dave, right? Yeah, haven't done that one in a while. That's yeah, funny. <laughs> so, all right, enough about our week. Unless you have more about your week. No, let's uh, let's kick it off with some questions and comments. Good call, on because that. we have this week. Uh, yes, yeah, somebody named Matt wrote in saying, "Guys, you barely know wrestling. Don't ever talk MMA again." Kimbo fought recently against Dada 5000. Dada almost died in the ring and Kimbo popped for roids. Uh, well, I guess we should say don't. Thank you for uh, writing. Leave us a, leaving us a comment. Thanks and, for listening. Uh, yeah, thank you for listening. We appreciate your, uh, your opinions and stuff. Um, right off the bat, I, if you're going to write to us, just make sure that you have correct grammar. Because you should have a comma in that first sentence to separate uh, right after wrestling. To separate wrestling don't, you should have a comma in there. But yeah, I know. Uh, thank you for the comment. Uh, so we don't know wrestling, but you want to listen to us still. Um, yeah, but keep on going with the, uh, what were you going to say about Kimbo? Because we knew about the dot beta 5000, but because of everything that went around with that, with the steroids, we didn't think that it was really necessary to bring up yeah I, yeah but um but anything you, else thank you for listening yeah thanks for listening matt um all right this one is from donnie will zach Ryder ever get a chance at the wwe championship like are you serious bro but i am glad he's getting booked on more television shows i just want to see a guy like him win it because he's he works so hard and he seems like a really nice guy. And by the way, you guys are awesome. Woo, woo, woo. You know it. Donnie, thanks a lot for the comment. So, will Zack Ryder ever get a chance at the WWE Championship? How do we answer this one? Especially with the uh, uh, everything that happened with Sandow and after we kind of uh, jinxed it. Yeah. Hmm? I, How do we go about that? Zack Ryder will never, ever be WWE Champion. Yeah. Knock on uh, wood. <laughs> <laughs> um, hopefully at some point his time will come. There's a reason why he's been with the company for over 10 years. Like, it's it's been over 10 years already, I think. Um, but, I mean, there's a reason why he hasn't been released. They know that they have someone that is um, very talented and that they could use down the line. And currently, the guy puts a lot of effort in. He puts over wrestlers like none other. 
And the crowd loves him still. Yeah, and hopefully one day he will be able to get that championship. But yeah, just and because he's a great guy, he is a great guy. And just because you haven't won the WWE Championship does not make you less of a person. Exactly. Yes, there are people been like Mr. Perfect, uh, Goldust, William Regal, mm-hmm. all these people. A bunch. Roddy Piper never won the the like the WWE uh, Championship, but yeah, still legendary right. in their own right. Yeah. So, um, thank you, Donnie, for your comment. And just backtrack to Matt. We're. Just, I'm just kidding with the comment stuff. Thank you very much for listening. We really do appreciate you listening. I mean, if you think that we don't know wrestling, why are you listening though? Like, if you want, like, send us a question. Ask us, like, uh, check out our opinion. Who beat who in 1961? What is that? Who beat who in 1961? I will tell you flat out, I will never be able to answer that question. Ever. I I can't really answer that many. I'll just uh, throw it all onto Brandon to answer. Quick, what is it? (laughs) Bob Backlund? No. You're supposed to say Brooke Danielle. Brooke Danielle. Jinx. <laughs> that was not a jinx. <laughs> but no, seriously, thank you, Matt. Thank you, Donnie. We do, pre- we do appreciate you both listening. Um, yeah. All right. Well, let's get on to some sports entertainment. Let's talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Yeah, Monday Night Raw kicked off. Uh, and they actually they opened up with a moment of silence. For the victims in the Orlando nightclub shooting. Yeah, very, very tragic uh, and horrific event that took place uh, in Orlando at that nightclub. Uh, Disgusted by the events that unfolded that day. And it's just, it's unfortunate that it takes something like this to bring uh, society and like civilization together. Because this is just... Is so horrific and unfortunate, and our hearts, prayers, and condolences go out to every single person affected by this uh, this tragedy. And um, yeah, just very. I don't know. There's not really much else to say about it. Yeah, just very, very unfortunate and scary that yeah. people, people like people, have the capacity to do such horrific events, and it's just scary. And sad. Yeah. But yeah, but it's very nice that WWE did recognize it and they did uh they did do their moment of silence. And um yeah, just very, very sad events that unfolded. But uh yeah, let's keep on going. Yeah. After that they officially opened up the show with uh New Day coming out, talking about retaining the championships at Money in the Bank. Which uh, Enzo and Cass cut them off, and they were like, well, we're going to win the titles. Then them, including Big E and Xavier Woods, made fun of Kofi Kingston's shoes. He was wearing, I don't know, I guess there's a basketball player out with new shoes mm-hmm. that, that people are saying they're for old people. Oh. Yeah, so people were making, they were making fun of his shoes, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, then they started doing like making innuendos. Enzo and Cass made innuendos about how Enzo was with uh, Francesca too the night before, mm-hmm. which then the villain, yeah, which was super weird. But it, mm-hmm. he was talking about blowing and sucking, but whatever. 
Vaudevillains came out and uh, said that they were going to win the titles, which then led the club to come out and, you guessed it, also said they were going to win the titles on Sunday. So Overall, kind of, kind of uneventful. It was just a... I don't know. Yeah, the, the the beginning half was a fun promo. Yeah, up but until it ended the up like, villains came out. Exactly, it went flat. That's what I mean. Like it, the, it started off fun, but then it went flat once they came out. Yeah, but I, it's weird. Like Michael Cole keeps saying that this Money in the Bank pay per view is going to be like the greatest Money in the Bank pay per view ever. Eh. Like <laughs> as of now, like we're currently recording as the kickoff show is going on. I just watched. Yeah. I just watched Goldust versus um, Goldust and R Truth versus um, Brizango. Oh, I'm gonna go with uh, Brizango picked up the victory. No, and oh. there was a backstage segment like SmackDown, I think, or WWE.com, where uh, Goldust and R Truth put the heat up on their tanning bed thing. They went in together. Uh-huh. And they came out all burnt and everything, and they were wrestling with prosthetic burns all over their body. What? And, yeah, and playing up being, like, burn victims in the match. That's interesting. That's leading to the greatest pay-per-view of all time. Yeah, right? But up next, after that promo, it led right into a tag team match with the club teaming up the Vaude Villains and defeating New Day with uh, Xavier Woods sitting out and uh, Enzo and Cass. Yeah. Um, I guess right off the bat, I thought it was cool that the club and the Vaude Villains were both wearing black and white. <clears throat> kind of showed that they were a team, but yeah. like really they're not. Yeah. But uh, other than that, I mean, they showed during the commercial break, Kofi Kingston dove onto the Vaude Villains, like, I like the corner of the turnbuckle, like over the corner of the turnbuckle, which I thought was and really cool. That was an awesome spot. Yeah, and uh, other than that, I think uh, just just to mention, I think Big Cass might have one of the best big boots I've ever seen. I, I, I always like Tess too. Tess, yeah. But like as far as like current current day big boots, yeah, he has a really good big boot. Yeah, he hits it like, and it's such like, it's it's yeah, it's good. I like it. Great. Uh, um, yep. Yeah, you can go take it. Next up, you had Stephanie and Shane backstage, and Shane was saying that he'll take Raw, and uh, she should take SmackDown. She said, "Nope, reverse that idea." She wants Raw. And he'll take SmackDown. But then Corporate came making his return. No. Off it is Shane Shane was like, You could take this and then I'll take this instead. Yeah. And then uh Corporate Kane coming on in, uh making his return after a little bit of time away from television. Yeah. Offering his services for SmackDown. And he whipped out that resume and a letter of recommendation from Undertaker. So, which is, I pop for that. Yeah. But so it seems like we're going to be getting these past, like, general managers and and everything. Only matter of time till Foley shows up. Yeah, I mean Zach Ryder was the GM of SmackDown once, so yeah, and he was the assistant of the general manager. Now the real question is, will this play into our Sting storyline? I don't know. Who knows? Will Sting become the GM of? Will, SmackDown or Raw? Will Hornswoggle return? 
Ooh. <laughs> question. Is that too soon? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, after that, Zack Ryder was backstage talking to random people about uh, SmackDown last week with uh, Apollo Crews and how she- Sheamus got hit by him. And uh, Sheamus walked in and was like, Oh, fella, you think that's funny? I'll fight you tonight. And then that set up a match. But uh, Yeah, and obviously you know uh, how that match ends up turning out. Yeah, but we'll speak about that later. Yeah. Uh, Titus O'Neil, though, was making his way down the entrance ramp for a match, uh, and Rusev attacked him. Yeah, completely cut him off. Yeah, threw him around the arena, or, or the entranceway, and uh, locked on that accolade. Mm-hmm. Just completely stopped him from whatever match he was about to have. And they didn't even announce what match that was, so right. he may have just been calling down there to cut a promo. We don't know. That's true, but they sold it as if they were about to have a match, so who yeah. But next up, they had the Ambrose Asylum uh, featuring the members of the Shield. Yeah. Reuniting. Yeah, Seth Rollins basically was reminiscing there about all the good times that they had with the Shield. He was like, man, honestly, in wrestling, I've had some of the best times of my life with you guys. And uh, he was like, and and honestly, the the best time that I ever had in wrestling was when I turned on you guys, which I thought was funny, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So he did that, and uh, Dean Ambrose was like, well, you know, you guys, like, you have this match on Sunday for the WWE Championship. You never lost it. Roman Reigns has the championship. I'm in the Money in the Bank match. I could, like, win it and cash in that night, which I hope, I really hope that does not happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of over the Dean Ambrose hype. Yeah, but this this whole segment was good. Uh uh, D- Dean Ambrose ended up hitting dirty deeds on Roman Reigns to end that. But uh, I would have liked it more, I think, if it was for a bigger event. All right. Like, if it, like they keep... Like SummerSlam or something? Yeah, like like I said before, Michael Cole keeps saying that they're hyping it up. Like, it's the biggest Money in the Bank pay-per-view ever. But, like, it's not WrestleMania. It's not SummerSlam. It's not the Royal Rumble. Yeah, but they have to say stuff like that to get you to buy in. Right, but oh, I'm bad, just, of course. I, I'm just I don't yeah. buy it. Uh, next up, you had Paige pick up a victory over the uh, WWE uh, Women's Champion Charlotte in a non-title match. Yeah, uh, Becky Lynch and Natalya were on commentary, but uh, that doesn't matter since they were just talking about cats. Um. Yeah. What was with that? I don't know. It's, she was like, it was like the word. She was like talking about digging claws. I'm going to dig my claws into Charlotte on Sunday. And it's just like, wow, this is like really being forced. And then Natalia is promoting her cat's tr- uh, Twitter handle. And it's just, yeah, not good. Yeah. I guess like it's just like the main thing to take away from this is that Charlotte, she just can't wrestle. Yeah. And, and I mean, and it she makes... almost tripped herself while doing the figure four. Yeah. And to me, it makes Paige look bad because here she has to sell things that don't happen. Yeah, it was just... And then that double kick where uh, Charlotte and Paige went for a kick at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's just complete miscommunication and bad. Yeah. And then, like, when she did the flop over the turnbuckle, land over, mm-hmm. yep. goes, goes, to hit, goes to hit a kick. Paige, not even over there, goes for the kick. Paige sells it as if she got hit. Mm-hmm. It's... And then... What about the Ric Flair flop that she does? Yeah, well... Come on. 
And no, but she, she never wants, she doesn't want to follow in his footsteps or anything. She wants to do it on her own. Yeah. Yeah. Original. And, the, and then she, she lost the match basically because Dana Brooke pushed her back into the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was weird. I, I don't know. I guess it wasn't even, it was just like she actually physically, aggressively threw her back into the ring, you know? It wasn't like a, I don't know, it was just an odd spot. Yeah, they're showing tension between the two of them, but it's still, it doesn't make sense because they're still, it just, it makes... There's still another storyline going on, though, like with Charlotte. Yeah, but and it just, it makes Dana look stupid again, just like it does with Becky, just like it did with Becky, I mean. It just it yeah. makes, everyone that, that Charlotte is with, so far since debuting in the main roster, they've looked stupid, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. Yeah. But uh, up next, after that, we had Sheamus, obviously, or, well, I guess no offense, but obviously defeating Zack Ryder. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty similar to every Zack Ryder and Sheamus match that we've ever seen, um, aside for the number one contender match that Zack Ryder had when Sheamus was WWE champion and mm-hmm. and gave him a shot at the title, which was just, boom, bro kick done. But uh, Ryder, Ryder got the Broski boot in, followed by the another boot. He hit the elbow drop, and uh, then Sheamus hit the bro kick. But it, that's I, all she wrote with that. I, I like it because like we see these matches where Ryder's getting people, other people, to look strong and putting other people over. And, yeah. And here he is, like he actually they they let him get all these moves in, so it's 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 good. They really need to book book. Uh... Book Zack Ryder versus Charlotte. They really need that. She needs. She could use that. Imagine. No, but I would like to because maybe then I'd actually be like, "Wow, she's kind of good." Yeah. Well. But, but uh, Sheamus ended up attacking Ryder afterwards, and he wouldn't stop. And Apollo Cruz ran down to make the save, which uh, he got some hits in, and Sheamus ended up running off into the crowd. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, after that, we were backstage. Shane McMahon and Kane, which was cool to see them together. Yeah, it's been a long that. time. Yeah, and uh, they were they were backstage talking, and Kevin Owens walked in to to talk about Alberto Del Rio and be like, "Hey, like he's late. Like he was twenty minutes late. He should be removed from the Money in the Bank match." Del Rio walked in there yelling at the top of his lungs about how. He knew it was Kevin Owens that called airport security on him. Huh? Wrestling, yeah. And uh, Kane was like, well, you know what? I think you guys could use a tag team match. I'll set up Alberto Del Rio and Kevin Owens against the Lucha Dragons. And I and uh, did he say it? Yeah, I think Kane was like, if, um, if you guys lose, then you're out of the match and the Lucha Dragons are in the Money in the Bank match. And Kevin Owens was like, well, it's a good thing you don't work here. And Shane was like, well, actually, I like that idea. So I'm going to I'm gonna make that thing. I'm going to make that happen. So I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had Sami Zayn take on Cesaro. Uh, I think during this match, Sami Zayn hit Cesaro with one of the coolest Michinoku drivers I've ever seen in, in all of professional wrestling. Yeah, that was cool. It was a good match. It was. It always is. But uh, the Michinoku driver was like, it was like a release. I don't know if he like meant to do it or anything, but it was like he picked him up and like it, it was a release Michinoku driver. It was pretty cool. 
but I think the the match was was uh, was a little too quick, but um, it it was it was still like nonstop action. It was like I don't know, maybe a three minute match, let's say. Yeah, it was not. You definitely want more um, from a match like that, but it was still really good. Yeah, the fans were were absolutely going insane for this match, and rightfully so, they should. And uh, Zayn picked up the victory with the running sunset powerbomb flip thing. Yeah, and that looked really cool too. Yeah. Um, next up, you had the contract signing between John Cena AJ Styles. Yeah. Um, John Cena actually had two contracts for AJ Styles to sign um, or to choose from. One was for a one-on-one match with John Cena. Uh, and the other one was a one-on-one match with John Cena with the club in AJ's corner. So he gave him the option. Do you want to do this one-on-one or like, do you really want to show who you are and have your boys there with you? Because Mm -hmm. you can't defeat me. So that was an interesting thing. John Cena ended up calling AJ Styles an indie guy. And, uh, AJ Styles got pissed. Let's not forget the name drops that he did. Yeah. I mean, didn't he name drop PWG and a few others? I don't, from my, ma- I mean, this week went by really quick and, mm-hmm. and like so much happened in this week that I don't remember. Yeah, I think I remember seeing it blow up on Twitter about that. I watched Raw when I got home at like 2 a.m. on Monday night. So it's like difficult to remember that, but yeah, I know it's, it gets tough to keep up to date with everything. Yeah. But uh after, it was a fun contract signing. I I did I I I hope I'm looking forward to this John Cena and AJ Styles match. I think it's going to be uh phenomenal. Well. <laughs> up after that we saw Alberto Del Rio teaming up with Kevin Owens to defeat the Lucha Dragons who will not be uh on this card, well, on this in this Money in the Bank match, I should say, yeah, since they're currently wrestling mm-hmm. against the Dudley Boys, which that's like, and I still don't get that match. It's like, first of all, like WWE, they add Baron Corbin versus Dolph Ziggler onto the the pre-show, then they added um, Apollo Cruz versus Sheamus to the pre-show, and then at like the last minute, they were like, actually, we're gonna put those two matches back on the main card. They probably mm. were like, oh, wow, we can't have Ziggler versus Corbin for the third time with the same outcome I'm on the kickoff still, show. And yeah, I'm like, still not a fan of it. They were like, let's just take two random tag teams that like could could be feuding, which Golden Truth and Brizongo are feuding, and then Dudley Boys and Lucha Dragons, who just like, I said last week, like, where are the Lucha Dragons? Where's the Dudley Boys? And now all of a sudden, the Lucha Dragons are a thing on Raw, losing to... Del Rio and Kevin Owens and the Dudley boys are suddenly on the pay-per-view. Yeah. But uh, we're not booking no, what, what What do we know? Yeah, but uh, the match, I liked it. Alberto Del Rio and Kevin Owens fought with each other, yelled back and forth the whole match. Um, they, once again, showing that they have good chemistry together. Yeah, well, good and bad. Well, not bad chemistry, but good as in, like, you could yell at me and it's funny. Yeah. But uh, I, it's like, I, I didn't think the Lucha Dragons were going to win that. 
to replace them in the Money in the nah. Bank match. But there were a lot of good false finishes in this. I agree with you. And uh, Alberto Del Rio actually attacked Kevin Owens after the match. So uh, it is going to be every man for themselves tonight. Mm-hmm. That is a fact. And in our main event, the match that they, like, literally can't stop doing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dean Ambrose defeated Chris Jericho. You had Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn on commentary. Cesaro <clears throat> was the guest ring announcer. And Del Rio was the guest timekeeper. Mm-hmm. Which, those four things were the best part of the fact that we had to watch Dean Ambrose versus Chris Jericho again. And, uh... Then, I guess this led to Kevin Owens attacking Dean Ambrose after the match, which Sami Zayn went, uh, he went after Kevin Owens. Del Rio went after Zayn. Cesaro went after Del Rio. All ended with Jericho climbing a ladder, grabbing the briefcase. Mm-hmm. So, I have a feeling that Chris Jericho will not be winning the Money in the Bank ladder match. I think anybody that has money on this, uh, this match doesn't have money on uh, Chris Jericho. I think it's safe to say. Yeah. I don't know if people even put money on matches, but uh, apparently they do and they bet thousands of dollars on money in the bank. Yeah, right? No, seriously. I saw somebody oh, on Twitter posting like about legit? Yeah, there's like some betting website that Oh yeah. Hey. Yeah. I don't know why you would, but Yeah. Um all right, let's move on to some SmackDown talk. How about it? Yeah, that's really Oh, Really funny you said that. Yeah, let's talk about that. Wait, I don't know what. <laughs> talk about what? Pete Rose. What? Well, about Ichiro Suzuki. He broke the uh, hit. But unofficially. Unofficially. He, well, officially he did. He uh... broke, he broke the, but hold on. He broke the, the hit record, but not the MLB hit record, which is the one that actually matters. Because he is still shy by just over 1,000 hits. Because they're including, some people out there are including all the hits that he tallied up in over in Japan. And they're saying that because these people are definitely Pete Rose haters. These are the people that are, don't want him anything to have anything to do with the Baseball Hall of Fame. They want him replaced and everything. They want his name scratched from history. Those are the people saying this. It is completely bogus to to incorporate uh, a different league into the Baseball Hall of Fame and everything else with the MLB. There is nothing that compares to the level of uh, caliber that you get from the MLB. Those are the best of the best. There's a reason why the players from the uh, from Japan come over to play in the MLB. It's because this is where the best play. That's right. I mean, but it's, so. it's that's really funny that you mentioned that because yeah. literally um, 10 minutes ago, 20 minutes ago, mm-hmm. my dad texted me Uh-oh. a picture of Pete Rose uh-huh. sitting there with a lot of money in his hand, smiling at his camera. No. Because, <laughs> well, because my dad's in Vegas right now and they Pete Rose like signs in Vegas like every day. <laughs> so he he like went up to he said it was like gated off. I was like, get this line. Like I want that bumper, but he, like obviously I knew that wasn't happening because those Pete Rose autograph signings are like insanely priced. Yeah, but you know uh, what? 
I'm I'm a fan of Pete Rose. I'm sure you are too. I uh, am. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he should be in the Hall well, of Fame. Well, more guys, so more so because of WWE than yeah. baseball. But I absolutely um, respect. I think. Yeah, I respect the everything that he's done with uh, the hit record and stuff. Yeah, sure, he bet on baseball, but he bet on his team to win. And you still have a lot of other players that are in the Hall of Fame and that have done worse. Uh, worse. Yeah. So. But my my dad was my dad like spoke to Pete Rose and he's like, "Oh, my son and I were at the Hall of Fame when you were inducted." But I, he just meant WrestleMania, I guess, because we weren't at that Hall of Fame. It wasn't yeah. open to the public. And then. Uh, he told him that that I did a podcast, and Pete Rose was like, oh, "Okay," <laughs> and like smiled. Yeah. But it's funny. And he, he apparently, I don't know, is WWE is Money in the Bank in Vegas tonight? Yes, yeah, it is. That's funny. Uh oh. <laughs> Pete Rose. Pete Rose said, "Oh, I I know the the boys." He did. Are in- he was a baseball uh, <laughs> analyst and commentator this past year. Maybe uh, Jerry Lawler needs some replacing, but he, we'll get up to that. He okay. said. He said the boys are in the town. <laughs> that was really weird that you said that though but yeah all right let's continue with smackdown yeah smackdown kicked off with the highlight reel with uh dean ambrose coming out first kevin owens uh del rio cesaro Sami Zayn. it's the exact same opening uh segment as monday night raw just instead of the tag team championships it's the money in the bank instead of yeah so yeah. it nothing Dean Ambrose poured coffee on the the rug of the highlight reel carpet. That yeah, was, yeah, that was very entertaining. It was it was fun, funny ish, ish. Definitely shows that SmackDown needs new writers. Yeah, but that was they, then they all brawled. That was it. But uh, after that, Kofi Kingston picked up the victory against Big Cass, Aiden English, and Doc Gallows, uh, Luke Gallows. Uh, I keep doing that. But uh, Enzo and, <laughs> and Xavier Woods were on commentary, which was absolutely awesome. It's like Enzo Enzo is so good on the mic that it's just like it's so entertaining to listen to him. Just like, yeah, how you doing? Just talk. Yeah. That was an awful accent even. How you doing? Yeah. How you doing? How you doing? So it's fun, doing? but uh, I, I like I like that they actually gave gave us something other than a tag team match in a in a tag team feud. Mm-hmm. They gave us a fatal four way between the four teams, one one from each team. So it was cool. I I agree. But uh, Simon Gotch and Carol Anderson uh, tried to get involved. Carol? Yeah. Nice. Carol I like Carol Anderson. <laughs> and uh, Big E. Big E uh, knocked out Simon Gotch and uh, helped helped Kofi basically. Well, not helped Kofi, but helped him not get beat up from outside sources in the match, which is a fun match to watch. You check it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you also had Corbin picking up a victory over... Zack Ryder. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler was on commentary here. Um, I think my most favorite spot of this match, which probably I would have to assume is yours too, is the fact that Zack Ryder hit a dropkick to Baron Corbin off of the apron. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And uh, that was mainly the only thing to take away other than Baron Corbin getting in Dolph Ziggler's face and then walking away. Yeah. But... 
after that, Rusev was supposed to take on Kalisto, but uh, he just attacked him before the match, locked him in that extended accolade. Then uh, Rusev, uh, Sin Cara ran down to make the save, locked Sin Cara in the extended accolade. And then uh, Titus O'Neil ran down to make the save. And, yeah. uh, and Rusev rolled out of the ring. And what else is there to say about it? Yeah. Uh, and, and, but, I mean, Rusev rolled out and Titus went after him like a dog. He attacked him. And then, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Where are we? Let's see. AJ. Uh, AJ, yeah. AJ Styles picked up the victory over Xavier Woods. Um, I don't know. I'm, I was glad to see this match. It's like yeah, the epitome of TNA right here, but like awesome. I want to see more of this. What did you say? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, we, like you have AJ good. Styles versus Consequences Cruz. Or yeah, Consequences no, it was Creed, a good match. I, mean. I was a big fan of what they did on the, uh, what was it, uh, the, during Raw like two weeks ago. No, that was Kofi, right? No, 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 before the match. Uh, oh, when, yeah, with the Styles yeah, yeah, Clash. Yeah, out. with the Styles Clash, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, like, absolutely. Cool. But uh, I, I feel like this, this made this made me, at least, feel like Xavier Woods is more main event than he has looked at, looked like in the past, I guess. Okay. Because here he is taking on AJ Styles. AJ Styles, king of Japan, king of United States. And here he is taking on guys like Xavier Woods, putting on an incredible match. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, Xavier Woods hit that the tight tightrope walk elbow drop, which then I mean AJ Styles hit the phenomenal elbow and then the calf crusher to really rub it in. Yeah, it was a fun match. But uh, speaking of not fun matches, it's like uh, Chris Jericho versus Dean Ambrose, the female version of it at least. Charlotte versus Natalia. Charlotte picking up the victory. Yeah. Um, Dana taunted Natalia. Dana, she taunted Natalia during the match, and Becky attacked her. And I have to say that was probably the best part of the match because that that looked more like women's wrestling than whatever divas stuff was going on in the ring. It's they, just, they were going. The, the, it's just awful. The state of the divas division. Yeah. Um. It's just complete trash right now. Yeah. I, I um, honestly though, Dana Dana and Becky were impressive in that. They were going arm for arm, punch for punch. Yeah. It's good. And and uh, in the main event of the evening you had Cesaro, Zane, and Ambrose pick the victory over ADR, Jericho, and Kevin Owens. Yeah. Um they must I, have been listening to our podcast because we were very excited about the trio, uh both of them teaming up uh last week. And they've uh, done it again. I think this is the second time we're seeing this exact match, but uh, yeah, it is. They all they all started to take out their own partners by mistake. Um, well, except for Kevin Owens, who he he took Del Rio out himself on purpose. Yeah. But uh, and actually took Jericho out as well. Mm-hmm. But we've we've seen so much of these six already that I don't I don't really want. Like it didn't get. Are me. they are they advertising this match too much? From That's what, what I'm saying. Like, like I, did, like I seeing, did they maybe did they start too early to promote so hard for this match? Like, especially since we've seen like we had. Oh, how do we get 
competitors for Money in the Bank. I know. Let's have preliminary matches. Then let's have them face each other. Then let's have them tag up. Let's have them face each other. Face each other. Face each other. Face each other. Promo. Promo. Segment. Segment. Face each other. It's just like I've seen so much of them in the past like month, two months, or whatever it was. I... I'm not even looking forward to seeing... <laughs> Yeah, I'm not looking forward to watching the Money in the Bank match, which is sad because Money in the Bank matches was one of my it was my one of my favorite matches to have watched. I, I agree, but it's I I'm not gonna say that I don't think that this match is gonna be fun or good to watch. Oh, I, I don't doubt that it's not yeah. gonna be good. Yeah, I, I do not doubt that at all. Yeah, I just wish it was built up differently. Yeah, I wish that it was built up. Um, I don't know. I think that they pushed too hard too soon, revealing everyone. I don't know. They're, they they dropped the ball somewhere, and I'm not too sure where, you know? Yeah. It's very tough to say. Um, yeah. But right. uh, we'll uh, take a little break right now, and we'll be right back here on Markin' Out. Hey, Markin' Out. It's the Long Island IZ, Zack Ryder. Take care. Spike your hair. Woo, woo, woo. You know it. Welcome back to Markin' Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans, episode 280. Um, all right, let's get on to some outside-the-ring news. Yeah. Unfortunately, this week, there was a passing in the wrestling community. Gypsy Joe, uh, he passed away at the age of 82. He was a wrestler for the WWF and continued to work independent shows until he was 78 years old. He was an, one of the early pioneers of the hardcore wrestling style matches. Uh, I, I think it's safe to say that, well, I mean, yeah, I think it's safe to say that most people know him, like yeah. most present day people know him from... Uh, that match with New Jack that he had, yeah, the the elder and like deemed like the elderly guy that gets brutally beaten and almost killed by New Jack. Yeah, after he supposedly headbutted New Jack too hard, New Jack like went off on him. Yeah, so uh, you can probably find it on YouTube if yeah. you are interested and see what we're talking about. But unfortunately, he did pass away. So our thoughts and condolences go out to his family and friends. Yeah. Uh, also this week, unfortunately, uh, Chris Warren, who sang Degeneration X's theme song, uh, as well as Xbox's theme song, and Triple H's My Time theme song passed away. Yeah, very unfortunate. Um, I mean, he had a unique voice. And, I mean, very similar to the lead singer uh, from Rage Against the Machine, where at the time, a lot of people didn't know if the lead singer of the band was the lead singer of Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Um, Chris Warren was uh, very talented and produced, uh, put out some of the best theme songs that, and very memorable theme songs. It, yeah. Even if it was just these three, still very memorable. Yeah, so condolences to his fans, friends, family. Yeah. Um, also this week... Jerry Lawler was arrested for uh, domestic abuse um, involving his uh, his fiance. girlfriend, wife, fiance, his twenty-seven-year-old fiance. Yeah, and he was suspended from the WWE due to their um, I forgot what the policy was called, but domestic, the domestic abuse policy. 
Okay. Yeah, we're pretty much, uh, no matter who's at fault, both parties are innocent, and you have to... Uh, well, both parties are guilty. Yeah, guilt. Yeah, well, innocent until proven guilty. Well, but like, in WWE standards, that's why they get rid of... That's why, if they were both working for WWE, regardless, if you, even if you weren't working for funny. WWE... Yeah, that's ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mark Now. Uh, if you're not working for WWE and your wife is or your husband is, you're going to get suspended because yeah. they both, you have to get arrested. Yeah, I mean, you can't, there's no way around it. It's a very unfortunate situation. Um, and hopefully everything gets worked out with this. And do, dare we say, is this the time where Renee Young gets uh, on Raw to replace Lawler? No, SmackDown. SmackDown, sorry. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would love to see that. It's unfortunate that it would be under these circumstances, but even still, it would give uh, um, her time as she deserves to be on commentary. Yeah. Um, it's just it's unfortunate that stuff like that happens. but Of course, 100%. Uh, up next, Bobby Roode made his NXT in-ring debut at the Download Festival in England this past week. Uh, he defeated Angelo Dawkins, but it was, uh, I guess, a surprise to the crowd that that he was going to be there. Well, actually, I guess, you know, surprise that the day of. Yeah. But, but, like, weeks before, they actually, they were advertising Bobby Roode and then pulled it. Oh, I didn't know that. Festival, yeah. So... Very interesting. Uh, something else to note is that we didn't talk about it, but on WWE NXT, while we're talking about NXT, Nakamura sent out a challenge to Balor. Yeah, Finn Balor. That's what I was alluding to the other week about who what's next for Balor. Yeah. So, so we're going to be seeing... And then that's what Triple H tweeted the picture of was Balor and Nakamura saying, oh, Brooklyn's coming up, which yeah. is now also being called Back to Brooklyn. Instead if, of what my when, ticket what's says. What's the date for that? August 20th. I would actually come home to see that. Well, gee, Dave. <laughs> sold out, bro. Well, guess who's not going to be able to get tickets to go home to see that one? Yeah. Whoops. I mean, I am, but... Oh, you got your tickets? Bam Rose, yeah. Oh, that's, I'm happy for you. I can only get two tickets. <laughs> who's going with you? Jorge. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe I'll talk to Brad about going. We'll, we'll go to StubHub. You, dude, you should. And I'll be disappointed that I'm not sitting with you guys. But Yeah. So. Well, also, WWE signed their first Chinese wrestler, Bin Wang. Uh, they held a press conference to discuss his contract signing. John Cena conducted the entire... Uh, Press conference, doing his speech in Mandarin. Which was insane. Like, that's that's why John Cena is John Cena. That is, yeah, that is why he's the face of the company. Yeah. Um, Triple, Triple H, Yao Ming, a bunch of others were there. Which uh, is so, I, it's so weird. Like, I guess because Yao Ming's like a famous Chinese sports figure. Yeah, basketball. I know who Yao Ming is, but I'm saying oh, okay. like it's weird that like, why was Yao Ming there just because he's Chinese and famous? I don't know. He, he may have some. Uh, I don't know what influence he has in China currently. I really I, like whether it's political Cause, or because in America he's not got none, right? <laughs> What's that? I said because in America he's got none at this point, right? Yeah. No, he's still a big. He's still a name. 
like him versus Shaq and stuff like that. But yeah, so very cool to see this signing. I'm actually surprised that this is the first. Yeah. I found that very tough to believe. Um, speaking about uh, signings. I guess everyone, all the all of them came from Japan though. So it's like. Yeah. Because like wrestling, you don't really hear about wrestling in China. Yeah, it's weird. Just odd. So. Yeah. But uh, WWE also signed Tim Weiss to a developmental contract who uh, used to be a, a former uh, Germany soccer goalkeeper. Or yeah, I think football goalkeeper, as they would say in anywhere else but the United States. <laughs> I think that I, I remember a lot of talk about this guy too. Um, I think he may have, like, may actually be a name over in Germany. I would assume so. Yeah. Yeah. He, but, yeah, he's he's got a. It was like a big signing for. Yeah. For that. that's what I thought. Um, WWE 2K17. John Cena, Ultimate Warrior, and Sasha Banks were all announced to be in the video game. Um, I'm sure we're going to find out soon about the uh, storyline mode and everything like that. And it's going to be pretty interesting, pretty cool um, to watch all this. It's always fun to watch the, um, the wait, lineups no, no. and everything unfold. No, no. Oh, wait. You're the what? The lineups? The oh. ca- uh, playable characters and stuff? I was going to say it used to be because like the, like they used to do it fun. Mm-hmm. When, like, Miz and Eve would host. That's true, yeah. That's very true. Now it's just it, nothing. And I agree, yep. I was big, very disappointed with 2K in their releasing of the roster. Yep, I agree. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but uh, Big Damo, Noam Dar, Tommy End, and Moose are expected to be at the September WWE Performer performance center tryouts to it be was, on it oh sorry i was gonna say it was rumored that moose was gonna be on uh nxt last week but obviously and he's then, still contracted with the ring of honor so yeah and tommy end we said last week that he got signed um we sp- or at least me and you spoke privately about tommy end being signed right now it was rumors of that yeah. uh and then there was a big, big demo i wouldn't be surprised if he's already had a tryout or two with WWE because he came over from the UK uh, earlier this month and started doing indie shows with like NYWC. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if he came over strictly just for tryouts. Yeah. Um, oh, that's, that would be a good assumption. Yeah. Uh, talking about trying out and signings, Willow Spree. Apparently, WWE wanted to include him in this Cruiserweight Classic, but New Japan Pro Wrestling wouldn't allow him to compete. Very interesting there, considering that the WWE and New Japan Pro Wrestling have been uh, working together. Ish. Ish, yeah. Ish. So it's very interesting to see that take place, if it actually is true. Yeah. Um, but- and he would have been a great competitor, but look at... Go down this lineup, dude. Yeah, they announced... Uh- they announced all 32 competitors of this uh, of this match, but um, what was I going to say about they had um, what was the the preliminary match that that got Tony Nese in it? Oh, I forgot. It was a Fatal Four Way, I believe, where they included. Oh, I forgot. But yeah, yes, yeah, two people. So. Yeah, someone lost their spot and Tony Nese gained it. 
I yeah. think. I, I don't I didn't understand how that match was working, but but yeah, yeah. Tony Nice got in, so that's awesome. Uh, Thank goodness. How how long have we been preaching about Tony Nice being signed by the WWE and how he should be in this uh, company? Yeah, but uh, I mean, Abushi uh, is going to be in this tournament. Uh, two shocking names that that were announced: Brian Kendrick and uh, Tajiri. So that's, that's yeah, pretty, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool that they're bringing back Tajiri and Brian Kendrick for this. Yeah, they have Zack Saber Jr. Uh, Noam Dar. Yeah, Grand Metallic, who was Mascara Dorada in CMLL, he's going to be competing in this. Uh, I think there's like there's rumors that this is like against CML's policy. CMLL's policy, like they mm-hmm. don't allow their guys to like go out and work like indie shows and stuff like that. Yeah. So like here, I, I mean, he's working under a different name. I don't know if he currently works under Grand Metallic they- in CMLL, but. They also may have some sort of agreement with WWE, especially with what we saw what happened with Del Rio. Yeah, no, I would doubt it, though. I don't know. In the past with Del Rio, when they did play his theme song and everything like that, that's they, just CMLL. broke the contract. Yeah, but that's just CMLL doing – it's Mexico. They don't care about stuff like that. They use Thriller yeah. as, the, as their entrance, as LeBar. <laughs> that's true. So, All right, so let's go to some of the, more of these names. Uh, you got uh, Demac. Germ- uh, straight out of out of Germany, being trained under Cesaro. You have the Bollywood Boys, yeah. uh, both from Canada. Um, uh, and you may be familiar with them because of the uh, what is it, Rocka uh, Rocka King, Rinka King. Yeah, Rinka King, the TNA, uh, I guess prom- uh, promotion. Yeah, or that they've had. Yeah. Um. You also had you have Zumbi. From Brazil, who's also worked for AAA and CMLL. Um, Clement Petiot. I'm sure Montreal Broski nice. would be able to would be able to uh, pronounce that a lot better. But he's from France, and he was trained by Lance Storm and Joey Ryan. I'm going to say that that T is not pronounced. I'm going to say Pio. Petiot. It's, it's probably Petois. Petois? Clement Petois? I don't know. Pua? We'll find know. out July thirteenth. Yeah, think that's when it starts. But uh, um, some other names: Rich Swan, Cedric Alexander, Akira Tozawa, uh, Gargano, Ciampa, and so much more. Yeah, Fabian Eichner. I don't know how to pronounce that. He's from Italy. Uh, he was he worked in the uh, company New European Championship Wrestling, which was uh, founded by Alex Wright. Yeah. But uh, Jack Gallagher is going to be in it for, um, who else? Ho-Ho Lun, uh, TJ Perkins, Drew Gulak, Anthony Bennett from the Monster Factory, uh, Tyson Duff. Lince Dorado. Yeah. Um, Sean, a ton of names. Sean Mulata, who is the nephew of Afa. Wow, and there goes Alpha. that, that uh, dynasty. Yeah. Only matter of time, Lance... Only a matter of time. Yeah. Raul Mendoza, Kenneth Johnson, who is uh, the son of Slick, WWE's manager, Slick. He'll be performing yeah. in there. Uh, Alejandro Saez from Chile. Damian Slater from Australia. Arya uh, Davari, the brother of Sean Davari. Yeah. And uh, Jason Lee, who's not to be confused with Jason Lee, the skateboarder actor. This guy's, yeah. from, this guy's from Hong Kong. 
Yeah. So, so. It, it's like there's a bunch of names on here that we know. But, but there's also... Just, the one thing we don't know is what this entails. I was also going to say there's a bunch of names on here that we also don't know. But, yeah. But like you said, we also don't know what this entails. So we'll have to wait and see what's the deal. Yeah. The tournament. So... But that was outside the ring news. We'll uh, cover a bunch of independent stuff next week. Uh, now we're going to do some predictions for Money in the Bank pay-per-view, which takes place tonight, June 19th, in Las Vegas at the T-Mobile Arena. Uh, kickoff show already happened, so we're not so going to... So we'll just go to the main show. Yeah, the main show. Uh, well, right now we have the tag team match happening. But uh, we got, let's see, let's start with Apollo Crews versus Sheamus. All right, I'm going to go with Sheamus. I'm going with Crews. Okay. Dolph Ziggler will be taking on Baron Corbin in the match that, why? I'm going with Dolph Ziggler, though, which is hard to say that, but. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ziggler, too, but I still don't, I don't care about that match. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, also, we're going to be seeing Charlotte and Dana Brooke team up to take on Natalia and Becky Lynch. I'm going to say, mm. unfortunately, Charlotte and Dana Brooke win. I'll go with Team Becky Lynch. I hope that's correct, even though there's nothing on the line, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why I'm going with that. All right. Uh, uh, there's also the New Day taking on Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, Enzo Amore, Big Cass, and the Vaude Villains for the WWE Tag Team Championships in a Fatal 4-Way match. Better pick this one quick. It's going to be over. Well, I'm going with uh, Brother Club. I'm going with New Day. They're so close to or reaching... the club, whatever. I'm going with the New Day, absolutely. They're so close to reaching Paul London and Brian Kendrick's record. Oh, I didn't take that into consideration. Can I change the new day? Yes. I'm going to change the new day. Yes, you can. All right. Uh, can you also book me a ticket to Florida? Deal. <laughs> or to Chicago? Uh, Kevin Owens versus Cesaro versus Alberto Del Rio versus Chris Jericho versus Dean Ambrose versus Sami Zayn for the WWE Money in the Bank ladder match contract I'm going, for the I'm WWE gonna... Championship. I'm going to go with Cesaro. I'm going with Kevin Owens. Wow. I'm surprised that neither of us are going with Ambrose. But, I mean, hey, man. I would like Yeah. It. I wouldn't mind if Cesaro won. Of course. And I wouldn't mind honestly, if KO won. Honestly, I would not mind if Sammy, Cesaro, or Kevin Owens won. I, would, I wouldn't mind if Y2J won either. I can't. I can't. You I know, know you've been you yeah I know I'm checked out with Jericho for I mean don't get me wrong I I would prefer Cesaro Kevin Owens or Zayn over anybody else though because those are the younger uh, talent yeah um, all right also taking place will be history I guess you would say John Cena King of WWE AJ Styles King of everything else uh, who picks up the victory here oh it's a tough call I'm gonna go with John Cena. Uh, I'm gonna say AJ Styles, which is probably stupid for me to say, but we have a few matches really picked differently. I like this. Okay, and then the main event we got for the WWE Championship in one corner. We have the champion that never lost his championship, Seth Rollins, uh, versus the current champion Roman Reigns. Uh, I'm gonna start this one off and say Roman Reigns retains. Unfortunately, I agree with you. I think that Roman Reigns will retain as well. 
Um, but I also don't think that it's going to be too long till Rollins does get that strap around his uh, his waist again. Yeah. So. But that was the Money in the Bank pay-per-view predictions, which is, we've never done this before, currently happening during a pay-per-view. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a long weekend. Uh, but that's, that's all for the show right now. Uh, Dave, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us in this week of professional wrestling. Go follow John at Mr. John Faust. Also, go follow the man, the myth, the legend, the weatherman from Canada, Montreal Broski at MTL Broski. He is also the host of First Thing in the Morning. Go check it out. He just recently played Kirby's Dream Course um, and so much more. So go check that out. Go check out First Thing in the Morning, youtube.com slash First Thing in the Morning. Yeah. Uh, uh, Our show, First Thing in the Morning show. We might have some things in the works. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? (laughs) Um, Yeah, and also uh, he, he put out a video last week speaking about his story. Uh, the story of Montreal Broski, the story of Eric. And it was an unbelievable uh, story of overcoming and um, just everything that he's went through the past uh, year. And it is a wild, intense story that you should, everyone should listen to. And we support Eric in everything. He supported us from day one. Yeah. so he's been one of our biggest fans, and likewise, we've been one of his biggest fans. And since he has uh, started his show, we've been uh, one of his biggest fans. So go listen to his story. Go support him. Uh, Eric, we are very proud of you and everything that you went through. Keep moving forward. You are an awesome person. And, yeah, his, his, everything that he's doing is just hilarious on that YouTube show. So, so make sure you watch it, subscribe, and go follow him at MTL Broski. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Also, something hilarious that you should check out on uh, the On Your Mark Pro Wrestling Talk Show. It is the uh, YouTube show Left, Left, Right, Right. They just put out episode two featuring Mark E Extreme <laughs> taking on Skeeter Skyflyer. Taking on Triple H. And, ready for this? The BWE Championship is on the line. That is right. Marky Extreme 15-year champion. Will he lose it in WWE 2K16? Go find out. Uh, Go watch this. Go share it. It is hilarious and well worth your time. Uh, Recently, he also put out interviews with Al Snow from WrestleCon 2016 and Joey Ryan. So go check out the interviews. Go check out Left, Left, Right, Right. And, uh, yeah, show some love. Hey, Brandon, do you have any shout-outs? Why did the chicken cross the road? To listen to Brandon's shout-outs, waka waka. Uh, Well, as Dave alluded to earlier. uh, Whoops. Yeah. Yeah, so I went to see the Dixie Chicks on Monday at Madison Square Garden, and uh, they get the first shout-out for this because I purchased a program of them because I like to I buy tour programs, and 
I went back to my seat, or I went to my seat, and I saw the, I was watching the screens before the show started, and I was like, hey, man, the Dixie Chicks randomly signed 10 tour programs. Go pick one up. See if you got it. I was like, oh, okay. I got it. Let me see if it's signed. I open, I see the cover. Nothing's signed. I open it up, and it's like one of those laser, like, etched signatures on the left side that, like, would be in a program regardless, which is now two. ProSCTs.com slash marking out. And then the next page, it was actually signed. So That's I, pretty it's, cool. It's funny. Like, I just, like, I wanted to turn to everyone and be like, hey, I got one. <laughs> like, I got, like, I actually have this. And I didn't, I didn't speak to anybody, but. You, you probably should have. Yeah. But then I was like, but if, like, I open my mouth, maybe I'll get jumped. Who knows? I don't know. What? Really? People are going to jump you for uh, Dixie Chicks Auto. Honestly, you have, I don't know how people. I don't know. But up next is an anti-shout-out going to 2K because they really – they don't know how to handle themselves. Uh, for the Can't past explain? Yeah, past few weeks I've been emailing back and forth with them about when I save a created wrestler, the game crashes. They told me first that they're not aware of this. Then they told me a bunch of things like, oh, reset your account. I even spoke about this on the show, I believe. Like, reset your account, make a new account, do this, do that, do this, do that. And uh, then they told me I should contact the place that I got the game if I wanted further help. Because contacting GameStop, that would help me a bunch in this situation. Uh, which then they then said to contact, um, not contact, join the 2K forums. Okay, then they told me to just contact WWE Games on Twitter. Jeez. So WWE Games on Twitter tells me to contact 2K Support. 2K Support tells me to contact GameStop. Then they tell me to contact uh, the forums. Then they tell me to contact WWE Games. Then they told me that they've been aware of this problem for, for months. Awful, Thanks. awful, awful service. They're like, oh, we're they're, we're aware of it. Like, they're we don't know if they're gonna fix it. Like, clearly, they're not doing anything with it because two K seventeen comes out in four months. Yeah, I was just saying, like, you guys, like, you can't put out games like this. It's not fair to people who pay like a hundred bucks for a game for it to just crash every single time you're doing something in it. But it's just hor- horrible customer service there. Awful service. Yeah. And it's unfortunate they tre- treat their fans that way. Yeah. Loyal fans that way. But it's like also like Bam Roasted to Ticketmaster because they got sued for for mishandling their services. And now that you should go check in your, your my account. You can only do this on your computer apparently. But go to my account on Ticketmaster.com. And then go to Active Vouchers. See if you got anything from the lawsuit that, that the settlement that took place. But uh, last up, last shout out goes to Zack Ryder because he's finally he has his own shirt again. His, his yeah, right. About WWE time. Shop. Yeah, I think it's his first solo T-shirt since 2013, maybe, which was the last one. I think was the the breast cancer survivor shirt. Yeah, I mean he had the hype rose T-shirt, but this is like an actual solo T-shirt, so. It was pretty cool. That's for sure. But that was my shout-outs. Now it's time for... Our... Our... Mark Out Moment! 
out moment of the week uh, for weeks now. I've been forgetting to say this. Um, the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Shockmaster figure. They're, they're putting that out exclusive to there. And uh, I popped for it. The, the, even the design of the box is cool. It's like as if he's coming through the whatever he crashed through. Yeah, it's it's dead on. I, I sent that. Who did I send that to? I forget who I sent it to. They were like that. That's not real. And I was like, no, like legit. It's up. It's up for pre order. It's legit. It's a real thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it, I pop for it. So yeah. If you haven't seen that, just type. I'm, I'm sure you could type in San Diego Comic Con Comic Con exclusive Shockmaster figure. Yeah. But that was was a cool thing. Uh, if I was still collecting more than just Kalisto and Zack Ryder figures, I would definitely have picked it up. Or yeah. well, would have picked it up. Or would have pre-ordered it. Whatever. But that was our show this week. A uh, little little uh, light on material. But, yeah. But we'll be heavier next week. Yeah, we will attempt to be a little bit more uh, heavy content next week. Yeah. But we're also recording this on Sunday during a pay-per-view, so... Uh, due to the, uh, with the wedding and traveling and everything else going on, it was just so tough to fit it in this week and this was the only day possible. So hopefully, hopefully you guys can appreciate that, that no matter what we did take some time out of our week to find, <laughs> wow, Dave, way to put yourself over. Hey, no, it's the truth. Yeah. Hope they appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now you're getting pissed off at them? No. Never. But yeah, thank you so much for checking us out. Uh, MarkingOut.com, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut, YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Check us out everywhere. Uh, congratulations once again to Brad and Jess on getting married. And we wish you, at Marking Out, at BTTG161, at Dave the Rave underscore M-O, the, the best, best of luck in your future endeavors.